Hello, and welcome to Foul Puck, a podcast about the Winter Olympics for the rest of us. Unlike other sports ball podcasts, we talk about sports without assuming that all of our listeners know everything there is to know about skate skiing and prone position. I'm Rachel, and I would normally be talking at you about baseball, um, but we're going to mix things up. And uh, today I'm joined by Rebecca and by Nancy, who's going to tell us about the biathlon. Yeah. So uh, we've done a whole bunch of episodes on various skiing things, which, I mean, it's the Winter Olympics, so that stands to reason, I suppose. And uh, the biathlon <laughs> good a time is another as any one. to ski. Yeah, as good. As, yeah, probably better than many <laughs> to ski. I have to say, the first thing I learned about biathlon is that it, it is like three syllables and not four. I always thought it was biathlon. Yeah. Yeah. Biathlon. No. Biathlon. Okay. Which makes me assume that triathlon is also triathlon and not triathlon. I don't know where I learned that, but for some reason, I always thought there was another syllable in there. Uh, Anyway, uh, the biathlon is a winter sport which combines cross-country skiing and rifle shooting. Oh, that's right. Uh, It is treated as a race. (laughs) Uh, and contestants ski a cross-country trail and intermittently shoot guns. Um, Presumably not at each other. <laughs> yes, not at each other at Oh, targets. that would be so much more exciting. That's just called war. Oh. It's not a... Yeah. yeah, we don't want that. <laughs> they, don't give, so they don't give out medals for that, but... Well, they, uh, well, they, they do, do give out medals for war. Yeah, not Olympic do. ones. But let's get back to that. The topic at hand. Anyway, <laughs> a few minutes in and I already let it get weird. All right. So, so tell us about biathlon. The, biathlon, the, the three-syllable sport. Do so you this, need to be bisexual to compete? Uh, you know, I didn't see that anywhere in the rules and regulations, but it seems like an obvious yes to me. So I'm going to go with definitely <laughs> okay. yes. Except you, you um, really can't be out in China right now because don't they have like bans on lgbtq people uh i think that there are a lot of things that get banned that get exceptions for the olympics in a lot of countries so i would assume you mean like bribes and and, yeah i mean anyway so the biathlon once again we got weird (laughs) apparently this sport we're just supposed to be talking about skiing and shooting guns (laughs) Well, I mean, that was the first problem, right? Like, it's yeah. an Olympic sport that involves shooting guns, but, mm-hmm. like, whatever. Okay. So, I'm I'm going to go out here and say I am an anti-gun person, so I'm already a little uncomfortable that there are sports involved that involve shooting guns. That said, I understand guns in the context of hunting, etc., but blah, blah, blah. I don't like them. I don't think they shooting them as a sport. Um, but in this case... Uh, we get biathlon from the military, shockingly. Uh, it was uh, a sport that developed from the Norwegian military, basically when they were trying to organize sort of local military defenses, um, because it's much easier if you live in a very long, skinny, mountainous country with a whole lot of trees and mountains, uh, instead of trying to, like, you know, field an army if you have, like, lots of local guys with their own skis and mm-hmm. and shotguns who can go out and keep an eye on things so that's basically where we get the biathlon um norwegian skiing regiments organized military ski contests in the 18th century they had a bunch of different ones so like shooting at marks while skiing at top speed 
downhill oh. tree racing, uh, downhill racing on big hills. And then also the one that's probably closest to what we see now is a long race on flat ground while carrying a rifle and a military pack. Mm-hmm. Um, so the modern biathlon is the descendant of those. Uh, it was originally called Military Patrol and was Why'd contested they change it? at the Winter Olympic. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> was contested at the Winter Olympic Games in 1924, was then a demonstration sport in 28, 36, and 48, uh, during which time Norway and Finland were the primary uh, competitors. Sure, makes sense. See previous comments about long wooded borders in the mountains. Yeah, it does remind me a little bit of that one uh, year at the Olympics they did... uh... Oh, is it Greek Navy? Greek Navy uh, Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember Only they that. kept it instead of... Yeah. It was yeah. the... When I did the rejected uh, oh, sports I th- for the summer I thought Olympics. you meant, like, at the Olympics. Gotcha. I thought this was, like, an event I actually missed. Oh. And I was going to have to, like, go back <laughs> well, and find I mean, footage yes, of it. Well, I mean, yes, but by, like, a hundred yeah. years. But, yeah. Um. So... In 1948, it was the sport was reorganized and became accepted as an Olympic sport in 1955. Became also popular in the Soviet Union and Sweden. So, go figure. Uh, basically, uh, you have a collection of different versions of the same thing, which is a race in which contestants ski through a cross-country trail system. The total distance is divided into either two or four shooting rounds. In either case, you do half of those shooting rounds prone, i.e. lying on your belly on the ground, the other half standing. Depending on how good or bad your shooting performance is, extra distance or time is added to your total ski. Yeah, they have those like uh, mini time. mini laps like right in the middle, right? Exactly. Oh right. yeah. Exactly. I think yep. I've seen yep. that. Yeah. 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 So that's the punishment. If you don't shoot well enough, you gotta go <laughs> ski around the little yeah. circle. That's literally what happens. I mean, I'm I'm with you, Nancy, um, on not not being a gun lover, but I do admit to finding this sport fascinating because you know, you have to you have to do this cross country skiing and then you have to like completely slow down your body and your breath and get like total yeah, body like, control to have this totally. immense um um you know control and precision and if you don't your punishment you do is that with a bow and arrow well yeah. yeah so like any my feeling is any sport that is done with a gun like the biathlon or whatever else, but i mean gun you shooting could do better with an archer but gun shooting and archery are two very different skills Sure, but one of them's dumb and the other <laughs> one's dumb. So, like, you know. Noted. Okay, carry on. <laughs> Just say it. <laughs> is this why you tune in first for the hot, hard-hitting hot factual? Hot takes from Nancy. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so... For each shooting round, the biathlete must hit five targets... Uh, or receive a penalty for each missed target, which varies according to the competition rules. Sometimes it's skiing around a 150-meter penalty loop. Sometimes it's just adding a minute to your time. Or uh, sometimes you can use an extra cartridge, but then you have to like go to the trouble of loading it 
uh, and which takes more time because otherwise you would normally already have your stuff loaded. Um, in the Olympics, all cross-country skiing techniques are permitted, but skate skiing is overwhelmingly uh, the main choice. And that's the sort of, with cross-country skiing, there's sort of the like forward shuffle, where it's sort of like you're glide walking almost. But skate skiing is more of a like side-to-side motion, like speed skating mm-hmm. almost, where you, mm-hmm. you're pushing at an mm-hmm. angle. The, the hand motions are really lost on our audience here, but they were good. Just <laughs> yeah, their hand motions know. mimicking the foot motions. <laughs> right, right. So so imagine being in your sock feet on a wooden floor and just like scooting forward versus like trying to do that speed skating thing where you're pushing side to side more. Yeah, uh, you're actually pushing off. is the second one. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, and your rifle has to be carried by the skier at all times. So that gets us into the rifles. Um, they're small. And if you Google images of them, they're actually super weird looking. Yeah, they are. Uh, because they're designed to be super lightweight. Um, they must weigh at least three and a half kilograms, which I thought was interesting. Was so that seven pounds, roughly eight pounds? Yep. 7.7 pounds. Yep. You said it wasn't a math podcast. <laughs> That's the, that's an easy one, uh, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, they look like almost like toy guns. They do. They look really ridiculous. Um, so there are five circular shooting targets to be hit in each shooting round. Uh, when you're lying down, the, when you're in the prone position, the target diameter is much smaller. Uh, it's 1.8 inches, presumably because uh, you can. It's easier to steady yeah. yourself against yeah. the ground. Yeah, Whereas I did end up watching standing... a little bit of um, Paralympic shooting actually, mm-hmm. and it's interesting to see the different, you know, spreads of of how how accurate mm-hmm. people are able to be based on the position. Mm-hmm. The one I was watching mm-hmm. was um, essentially standing, sitting, and lying down. Mm-hmm. And lying mm-hmm. down was by far the, the most accurate. Yep. Yeah, because totally. you don't have yeah. to rely on your own body to keep the gun steady. Right. Exactly. Uh, on all modern biathlon ranges, the targets will flip from black to white when hit, uh, so you know if you did it or not. So the kinds that we have, we have individual, which is exactly what it sounds like. You go, you do your thing, and you get a time. Uh, 20K for men, 15K for women. This is the oldest uh, version, um, standard competitor starts are staggered normally by 30 seconds. So you're, you're competing against the clock, not directly against each other. Um, there's also sprint, which is 10 kilometers for men, seven and a half kilometers for women. Uh, distance is skied over three laps. And this is one with a penalty loop. Uh, so if you miss a shot, you have to go ski 150 meters before you can continue. Pursuit. Uh, in a pursuit, the biathlete starts are separated by their time differences from a previous race. Sorry, I just imagined pursuit. You're uh, chasing after and shooting a guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a little terrifying. No, absolutely. Um, but yeah, so so it's sort of like, I think the Nordic combined that you were describing, uh, Rebecca, where like your time is set, your start time is set by a previous right. event. Um, and, but then whoever gets across the finish line first wins, uh, in this case, mass start, everybody starts all at once, uh, 15 K for men, 12 point K for women. 
That's got to be really hard when everybody's doing the skate skiing. Mm-hmm. Because that Boy, takes think, a right? lot of space. Lateral distance. Well, I mean, so people yep. aren't... you think about these mass starts for, for a lot of sports. Like cycling, you have a mass start. And how do you not mm-hmm. get caught in each mm-hmm. other's gears? And I mean, even, no even like marathon, you know, bodies take up yep. space and people like flail their arms and kick their feet. Like how do you... And I mean, I guess that's just yep. part of the sport. You just learn not to... You either yep. learn not to you like kick out. people or you learn how to keep going <laughs> to while being really kicked. <laughs> Kicking away that they'll fall down exactly. and not you. <laughs> um, we also have a relay. Uh, relay teams of four uh, who each ski seven and a half kilometers for the men or six kilometers for the women. Uh, ski three laps and shoot two rounds. Um do they just think that women the can't fir- ski the same length distance as men? Apparently. I mean, I guess. that's It's such a small difference, right? too. It's really weird. And, like, I mean, some of it is probably down to the number of competitors and, like, uh, traditional programs are in place. Because this came directly from military stuff, which... So I'm guessing that there's a longer tradition of men growing up doing this kind of thing. Perhaps. But still. And, like, you did it so your son, you know, you think your son might like doing it. So, but, I mean, this this isn't know. a phenomenon that's um, unique to biathlon. Oh, definitely no. not. I'm just saying that, like, since it is so directly tied to sure. the military, maybe that's why. Yeah, I don't know. It still just seems, like, you know, it's not like a... Like, it's such a negligible difference. Like, the difference between seven and a half kilometers to six kilometers. Like, why are you even making a distinction at that point? But whatever. Um, I suspect, and then I the suspect last it one... actually has to do more with time. Like, if, if women on the whole are slower than men in these kinds of events, which we do see in many events. Mm, um, that could be. That... You know, it could be an issue of they want to take up only a certain amount of time on the course to allow mm-hmm. for other things to happen. I don't know. That or could it could just be the patriarchy. <laughs> or all of the yeah. above. True. Uh, and then the last one is the mixed relay. So that's that's one that uh, was added uh, in the Olympics in 2014. So same as the ordinary relay, but the teams are composed of two women and two men. Um So, and this is another weird one where the first two legs of the relay are always run by the women and then the men do legs three and four, I guess, so that you don't have women competing against men and vice versa. Mm -hmm. But I don't don't know. (laughs) Weird. Um, Oh, it it does say since the 2018 season in the world championships, however, it can be started either by men or women. Um, And originally, see, here we go. Throughout the most of the event's history, the women's legs were six kilometers and the men's legs were 7.5 kilometers. However, since the 2019 season, the event has had all four legs being either six kilometers or 7.5 kilometers. So that so we're getting a little gender equity in the mixed relay, <laughs> I guess. So that's good. That's something. Um, and the last thing I was going to say was that... Uh, Talking about the guns, Kyle was actually talking to me about this this morning. It was really kind of funny timing. Uh, I guess it came up, he saw a thing online talking about the guns and how customized they mm-hmm. are now um, because of 3D printing. Oh. And oh. yeah, so you can get 
the pieces printed to very specific specifications and like all of the handholds and everything are now like customized to the person and you can like you know do a model of like your grip or whatever and then 3d print the the handle the what is it the stock to fit the grip that you of your specific hands did exactly So then, and, and that's also, apparently, we're now getting a lot of wild colors and stuff, which <laughs> admittedly is entertaining. Um, so Slap a rainbow on it and Nancy's on board. interested in, uh, uh, you closer to getting me on board anyway. Uh, so if you're interested, do Google image search biathlon guns, because they are weird looking things and it is kind of interesting. But, but that's all I got. Uh, there's, you know, the, the. Four events, five events for each gender, and then the mixed relay. So individual sprint, pursuit, mass start, and relay, and then the mixed relay. So if you want to watch Biathlon, you're going to have plenty to watch. Plenty of opportunity to do so. All right. All right. Well, thank you, Nancy. Uh, Rebecca, will you tell the people where they can find us? I would love to, Rachel. Thank you very much for this opportunity. For more incisive commentary about... (laughs) Oh, boy. Yes, incisive is actually the perfect word for the commentary that we provide on twitter.com <laughs> at foulpuckpod uh we're also on instagram at foulpuckpodcast and our website is foulpuckpodcast.net all right and i would like to thank joe our editor for making sense of this nonsense and <laughs> kevin mcleod mm-hmm. at incompetech.com for our music and i would like to encourage people to uh send us questions uh for our mailbag and also to rate us and review us on our uh in whatever podcast app you use to listen to us and to spread the news uh, if anybody else that you know is watching the winter olympics and wants to check out some uh, mini sods go ahead and tell them let them know all right thank you and we'll catch you next time podcasting.